today. Are you tired of living with stained and worn-out carpeting? Does the den look like bears spent the winter with you? Spring is here, and so is Empire Today's half-off-your-project sale starting now, but only for a limited time. Save 50% on a huge selection of carpet, hardwood, and laminate, standard padding and materials, and basic installation. Call the Empire Today half-off-your-project sale hotline now. 1-855-385-0681. Empire Today's free in-home estimates are easy and smart. Choose from high-quality flooring in the rooms where you'll use them with your lighting so you can see the color best. We'll do the measuring. You do the selecting and saving. But first, you must do the calling. Everyone loves the half-off-your-project sale. Even bears. Call the Empire Today special hotline. 1-855-385-0681. 1-855-385-0681. Empire Today. Select styles. Details at EmpireToday.com. You've just tuned in to Let's Face It. I am your host, Will Strayhorn. Thanks for joining me. We have an awesome show for you tonight, as usual. Um, Do you desire more from your job or your career? Are you tired of being unnoticed or perhaps maybe misunderstood? And perhaps you want to be recognized as an industry expert or an industry leader. Well, tonight is your time to get your questions asked. We have a huge show. We have Nikki Curry publicist, brand definer, brand strategist, actually the person who started me out on this new leg of my career. She's here in the house. and She's going to definitely answer some of the questions that you guys submitted through Facebook, through the, through the website, and hopefully a host of you will call in. Um, just to give you that number right now, the number is 917-932-1078. Make sure you press 1. That will place you in the special queue to be able to voice your comments or your questions for either one of my guests. Um, Like I said, I met Nikki a couple of years ago, and I'm going to share my story with her when she comes back on on the show later later on in the show. First, my first guest, she's a celebrity hairstylist, uh, salon owner. She is um, the stylist to some of the key key leaders in the entertainment industry. Cherie McClendon, she's the owner of the Hair Icon Beauty Bar here in Norfolk, Virginia. And after this break, she's going to come back and she's going to talk about what it took for her to get to where she is, how she was able to unleash unleash her star power. She's going to talk about some of her story. She has an amazing story and what it took to get her to where she is right now. So you're listening to Let's Face It on the Survivor Radio Network. I am your host, Will Strayhorn, and we'll be right back. Looking for a cafe with a home-like appeal where all who enter feel like they are part of something? Visit My Coffee Shop, located in East Lake, Atlanta, Georgia. MCS has a full breakfast and lunch menu, offering both hot and cold options, and is home of the amazing basil lemonade. 
but don't forget their assortment of freshly brewed coffees. Come on by at 2462 Memorial Drive, Atlanta, Georgia, 30317. We're pretty sure my coffee shop at East Lake will become your coffee shop, too. Bay Atlanta, where desserts are created and you taste love. Looking to fill your sweet tooth? Do you have a special event or occasion you're planning? Give Cake Cafe Atlanta a call. Located at 368 Candler Road, Atlanta, Georgia, 30317. Open Monday to Saturday, 10 to 7 p.m. You can get the best in pies, cakes, cobblers, coffee, brownies, specialty popcorn, and more. Visit their website at www.cakecafeatlanta.com or give them a call at 404-284-0106. That's 404-284-0106. Call Cake Cafe Atlanta today. Are you a recent graduate, a displaced professional, or a subject matter expert looking for an opportunity? Or maybe you're seeking to advance your career in information technology and cybersecurity. If so, then Lanier Data Assurance Solutions, Inc. is the company for you. Lanier is a professional services consulting firm located in Washington, D.C., Largo, Maryland, and Jacksonville, Florida. We are comprised of highly experienced, certified security professionals, as well as subject matter experts in the science of information security and privacy. Lanier has established a solid reputation for excellence by providing superior services to every client. This credible firm brings a wealth and expertise to the profession. If you are interested in knowledge work, excellent compensation, contract and travel options, contact Lanier Data Assurance Solutions today. Like us on Facebook to get real-time opportunity announcements at facebook.com forward slash Lanier, which is L-E-N-E-E-R, or call 301-476-1844. You can also email us at info at Lanier.net. I'm sorry, sorry for the technical difficulties. Welcome back to Let's Face It. I'm your host, Will Strayhorn. Um, first person we have in the studio is a person who I've known actually for quite a few years. We um, worked in a salon probably a little over maybe five years ago in Virginia Beach. Um, Cherie McClendon, um, better known as the hair icon herself. Um, she's a 10-year beauty um, veteran. She's an award-winning celebrity stylist and entrepreneur. She owns a hair salon. Um, she has quite a few things that are coming up in the future that we're going to definitely talk to her about. Um, she is the personal hairstylist for Erica Dixon of Love & Hip Hop Atlanta, Coco of SWV, and Gospel Sensation to Maya Carter, just to name a few. She's from Memphis, Tennessee, and like I said, she makes her home right here in Norfolk, Virginia. Please help me welcome to the show Ms. Cherie McClendon. How are you, Cherie? I am great. How are you? That was an awesome introduction. Thank you. 
You're welcome. You're welcome. You're awesome. You're awesome. Um, so, Cherie, you have been in the business for 10 years. I'm not sure. So when we met, we were you were probably in the, in the business about five years, I think. So I think it's it was actually five. I went into my first salon at 17. I was the person, you know, um, that owned the salon in Virginia Beach. I was actually her shampoo tech at 17. Um, so it's oh. actually about 15 years ago. Okay. So you've been so you were the you were the person who was doing hair like while you were in school, people were calling you to do the hair and stuff like that? Oh definitely. My house was the go to house for the after school hairstyles. Oh, okay. So how did you get into the business? Did people were people in your family in the business? Or how did you get into it? Uh no one I knew was a hairstylist. I got into it. I think pretty much how everybody gets into it. They're kinda of good at what they do. My hair was always done, so friends or family asked me, who did your hair? I did, and it just grew from there. I was the hairstylist for all the people in high school, for prom, so I was a go-to girl in hair school. I actually went to hair school in high school. I went to Votech then. Oh, Votech. Okay, okay, okay. So it just skyrocketed from there. Oh, okay. So... You would probably say this is your passion then because you've been doing it in your spare time. So you're one of those people just like me. When people say, what do you do for fun? Your job is fun to you. So you, that's probably why you, you you excel so much into it. So what do you love most about the business? I know we all as hairstylists have different aspects of the business that we like. What What do you like most about it? What I like most about being a hairstylist, an artist, is this industry has no ceilings. Not everybody knows that, but you have no feelings in this industry. You create your own schedule. You can uh, be an artist on your your platform, which is your client. You you just live your life with no boundaries, and that's what I most like about this industry. Now, I can't say that hairstyling or being a hairstylist has always been my passion because it was not. I think I okay. had to get kind of um, broke down to realize that this is what I was called to do. Okay. I, what were you doing I, prior to? When I I first started doing the hair because like we said, at 17. Mm-hmm. Two years in, I felt like this is not for me. I didn't like dealing with people every day. People are no joke, okay? Right. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. They can exactly. When you think you've done an awesome job, they can pick that job. They can pick your work apart. And that turned me off from being a hairstylist. So at 19, I went into doing um, credit. I was like a a credit analyst for Bank of America. I worked for Grand Furniture. I worked for a couple of different companies within a five-year span. Um, I feel about like about a four or five-year span of um, getting away from the hair game. When I realized that that wasn't for me, well, it actually took a prophecy to, to mm-hmm. come forth and say your gift will make room for you. You need to operate in your calling and you'll mm-hmm. be great. But just me simply being obedient to the word that I received is when I took, began to take it serious, and that's when it all started. That's when it started. That's when it started. Um, I know a lot of times, especially with myself, um, certain situations and life circumstances actually cause you to really um, persevere more, which actually helps you boost your success. I know that you have 
some situations from the point, because when I first met you, the Cherie that I, I knew when I first met you is nothing compared to the Cherie that I know today. Um, <laughs> Cherie back then, she was very quiet. She was very reserved. And the Cherie today, she is a diva. She commands the room. She walks in, and she commands the stage. So I know you have a backstory, uh, uh, you know, some things that happened. What, what can you share to our listeners today to hopefully give them some insight on what went on behind the scenes that helped catapult you to where you are today? When we first met, um, a couple years prior to, I was just getting out of a divorce. I was just um, trying to get out of being homeless. I was a single mom with three kids, and I was just down and out. And when I decided to, I had a wake-up call. I was 25, and I would never forget this day. I was sitting sitting in the salon that I was working with. The church that I was a member of owned a salon. Mm-hmm. And that's what who I started working for when I got out of being um, in the corporate world. And I went okay. back into the salon. And I was sitting there, um, it was on a Monday, and I was 25, and I was saying, by the time I'm 30, my life has to be better. Now, I was working at a salon, but I was homeless at the time. I was, like, down and out homeless. My kids had no food, no pampers. If I had found a dollar on the ground, it was a miracle. It was, like, the best thing because I can buy a burger and we can share the burger. It was that bad. The salon I worked for, we didn't get paid. Since it was ministry, Quote, mm. we had to sell everything we had to the ministry. So no. I, I basically lived on tips. So that's a no. five or ten dollars every two or three days. That ain't that's not enough for anything. Girl. So it had got so bad um, when I it got so bad one day I had to borrow a pamper from one of the people that I work with for my daughter. On that day, I got a wake-up call, and I was like, you know, Lord, I'm doing all of this for you, and I know you have to have something greater than this. You did not call me to to be great to have to beg four people for a quarter in order to get a exactly. dollar. Exactly, exactly, not, not when you're operating your gift. Exactly. Exactly. So I was sitting, um, sitting one day, 25, I said, by the time 30, I woke up the next morning, which was Tuesday. And I went to, the lady we know, I went to the salon. I just packed my kids up, and I went to the salon, and I just told her my situation. I have nothing. I have no jail. I have nothing to even do one client with. But if you give me a chance, I promise you, I can make this happen. I have no booth rent for you. And she was like, we can work this out on commission. When I say I begin my grind, within 30 days, I had an apartment, and that apartment was fully furnished. Now, this is oh. straight from homeless. 30 days into this, I had a fully furnished town home with beds for all three of my kids to sleep in. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Operating the gift, you had to unleash that star power. You had to find that star power, so you had to go through something to get to where you are. And I've been following you. I've been following you. You know, we both have a lot going on, but I see your posts. I see what you're doing. Um, on this whole journey, following that situation, you're coming out, um, you're walking to your purpose, 
you realize that you definitely do have what it takes to make you big, and you're showing that. Um, what has been your biggest challenge in doing so? It's been my biggest challenge, and this may be crazy for some to understand, but what has been my biggest challenge is people. And when That's I say great. people, it's not the negative comments of people or what people think of me. Sometimes you can get, I don't want to say too big because I don't see myself as being too big, but sometimes you can be larger than your surroundings. Mm-hmm. And people don't know how to receive you, so they begin to treat you different, and they may act as if you're being different. But in actuality, they're being different because they don't know how to receive the new you. Right, right. But that's been a major challenge of mine, trying to work through the changes in the new level that God has taken me to. I'm just being obedient to what I'm called to do. Exactly, exactly. And, and I, everybody's not going to understand the calling. So that's right. definitely a challenge. I'm not going to let that hinder me because I'm going to go be obedient because everybody's called to be great. Just everybody doesn't know that they're called to be great. There you go. There you have it. And I've noticed that you're building quite a team, and I'm sure there are people who are like-minded. You guys are supportive. I feel, like I said, I've watched you on Facebook. I see that you're building a team. Um, you guys are the go-to people, celebrities coming through the area. I see hair icon everywhere. So you already have, you're already establishing that brand once you start walking to that star power that you have. Um, what was your first big break coming out of the, the divorce, coming out of being homeless, not having any money, finally going into your purpose, walking into your star power, what was that first big break that actually took you over into where you are now? I wouldn't say that I've had that big break. I've been successful in a lot of um, things that I've tried to do or things that I've accomplished. I've been very successful in it. Think what gave me a a push to to go to the ne- another level as a hairstylist was me realizing that it's more to it than just being a hairstylist behind the chair. Right. Sometimes right. as hairstylists or makeup artists, they focus on getting the most appointments they can get, um, getting the most clientele they can get so they can, uh, you know, work a Wednesday through Friday and they can be off on Saturday um, or what have you. When I decided to take my career to the next level and sacrifice many things, I think that's when I began to uh, launch out and do bigger things that people expected, um, being able to um, lock Coco in on um, styling her or styling um, Yana Pauly for many of her um, many of her things that she's done, um, also did Erica Dixon. When I realized that it's more to it and I began to solicit myself than just a stylist behind the chair, that's when mm-hmm. I went to the next level in my career. So I know for myself, just speaking because we're in the same business, did the economy help influence you stepping out to different areas? I know for myself, um, you know, when business was good prior to, let's say, 2009, 2010, it would be nothing to go leave out of the salon that we could make two, three thousand dollars. And then when the economy hit, it was like, Oh, what am I gonna do? And I actually thought about going back and getting what you call a regular job and then I was like, you know, 
there's no way I can go to making this kind of money without a degree, still working on my degree, and go back to making a job where I'm making ten, fifteen dollars an hour. There's no way I could do it. So that opened up my mind, forced me to open up my mind to doing makeup, teaching classes, working for um, L'Oreal, all those different avenues, which was basically all the skill was in me. I just had to open my mind up into different directions than, like you said, from just being behind the chair. So did the economy affect your decision anyway or your business? Wait, so you telling me you had days that you left out of the line with two or three thousand dollars? Weeks, weeks. Okay, weeks. I, I was like, so I ain't never seen them days. Okay. No, weeks, weeks. Uh-uh. <laughs> okay. The economy, I can't say it it affected me at all. Um, when things got slow at the salon, uh, they 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 got slow at the salon. It definitely was times for that. But what I realized was it wasn't the economy. I feel like it was the people were changing. When I say people were changing, people are not getting relaxes anymore. They're not right. going natural. So they're doing other things that to avoid coming into to the salon. People are getting wigs, and that's causing them to stay out of the salon for week to weeks for weeks or more. Um, so I don't think it was necessarily the economy that pushed me to do other things. It was just I wanted to do more. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know that I had pretty much reached a platform in my salon career, and I'm still in the salon Wednesday through Saturday. But I reached a plateau and in what I was called to do. So I feel like I I began to get bored. I began to have something inside of me saying, okay, they know you around here. Now it's time for somebody else to know you outside of the 757. Let's launch out. Let's reach out to people. What made me start wanting to do celebrities, not because of celebrity at all, it's because I felt like a celebrity is seen on TV, you know, with a music video or with a movie. So if I can get my style on the person that's seen on TV, that means my work is seen in millions of eyes. That means right. if I can do somebody here on the stage, then my work is seen in a stadium of thousands of people. So that's what okay. drove me to want to step outside of the salon and and do more because I want it to be known. I want Hair Icon to be a household name. That's my brand. That's that's the name that God gave to me. So if God trusted me with this name, I'm going to blow it up. I'm going to make him proud. So the world, I need to show the world who the hair icon is. Because in, in the thing, it's, I'm sorry, go ahead. Listening to you, it sounds like I'm talking with myself in my head because when God gave me, let's face it, um, the first thing I thought about was makeup, and then he showed me, no, it's going to be a hair salon. It's also going to be the name of a makeup academy. It's all going to be the name of your your, mm-hmm. your hair collection. And before it's over, he's showing me toilet paper, this LFI. So I'm like, I'm, God, wherever you take LFI, I'm going. You, you may see me on Facebook yes. every week. There's a, a different division. I have a book that I carry around with me. Every time he gives me a vision, I write it down, and eventually all that's going to come to fruition. So I understand what you mean when God gives you a vision for the hair icon. Um, it's going to come to pass. So you can you can best believe that. Um, what advice would you have for people who are coming up who have not yet realized that star power that they have? What advice can you have, perhaps something that you wish you would have done or a mistake that you've made? What advice could you give to other people who are coming up um, 
I wouldn't say in your footsteps, but who want to model their careers perhaps after you? I would definitely say be patient. In this career, even any career, when you first start off, you're going to have to be patient. A lot of times that's just possible for it to jump right off and, you know, you're um, ahead of most. But most likely it doesn't start off popping off real heavily. So it's going to be days that you're going to have to, you know, wait for the phone to ring. Sometimes you don't even need to wait. You know, you need to go go out there and pass out your cards. Make a goal for mm-hmm. yourself. Pass out 20 cards a day. Say, I'm not going home until my cards in my hand is gone. Introduce exactly. yourself until you don't have to introduce yourself no more. Mm-hmm. Every client that comes in your chair, you need to know their name, their phone number, and their birthday. You need to know their birthday because when you call them on their birthday and say, happy birthday, Miss Ginger, Miss Ginger is going to feel special. And if somebody feels special in your eyes, they're going to come back to you because you're now a friend to them. Exactly. They feel like they were important enough to reach out to them just to say happy birthday. So those little key points can build your clientele speedily. If you book one person that you pass out your card to in a grocery store, that's a possibility of three or four people because everybody has, you know, a friend, a mama, a sister, or a daughter mm-hmm. that they're going to possibly refer them to. So every one person can be possibly plus two or three. Exactly. Exactly. What's next for you? What's on the horizon for Hair Icon and Sharia McClendon? What can you look forward to? What is next? I'm always working on something. My husband is so tired of me. He is so tired of me. He was like, oh, my goodness, what What are you doing now? You know, I have no peace unless I'm grinding. My my peace is in my grind. I'm working on the hair icon flat iron. I have the cord, corded one, and I have the cordless one, which I feel like this thing is going to be so awesome. I opened up lines yesterday. Uh, for the RSVP and the irons, just to see how well it's going to do when the um, website goes live tomorrow. And mm-hmm. we're almost half um, booked for RSVP. So when I say he got it, he's doing something awesome in that. So I'm just, you know, letting that take off because it it's going to be explosive. Um, I'm working on um, a reality show. You know, we did a casting call here um, about a month and a half, two months ago. Um, and that's in um, the processing um, stages. We're getting all the preliminaries worked out. So y'all stay tuned for that. What else? I'm going to possibly be going to Soul Train um, to do the grand for that. You know, I just did the BET Hip Hop Award. Yes, I saw that. I saw congratulations. That, yeah. was, that was a very um, big accomplishment. It's always great to network with people in the industry. Um, so I will possibly be doing a Soul Train, which will be taping next month. I'm always, um, you know, doing something in 757. Everything that's going on, I try to go and support. So everybody who's listening, if you have an event to go to, please reach out to one of the icons, and we're going to try to support you. I like to support all my fellow stylists, makeup artists. Any event that's going on in this area, I definitely like to be involved in. Um, it's just good for business. It's good for um, for 757 to unite. We don't do that a lot, and I just want to try to get that popping. You know, Atlanta and New York, a lot of those styles kind of stick together. Cause they yeah, yeah, together. and L.A., yeah. Yeah, so 
I want to be able to network with everybody I can. So, I mean, just look out. I'm posting all the time. You can go to all my social media sites, my website, and you can kind of keep um, keep up with the hair icon. Well, yeah. Well, um, Cherie, all your information is on the website, letsfaceitradio.com. Um, if you want to contact her to keep up with her, um, as well as her Facebook. What is your Facebook page? Is it under hair icon or your name? My Facebook is Cherie, the hair icon, McClendon. I think if you pretty much if you type in the hair icon in Google, all of my um my sites should come up. Okay, that's one. Well, Cherie, I have enjoyed talking to you, um, and of course I'll keep watching and I'll support in any way I can. Thank you for being being a guest on the show. Thank you so much, Will. I appreciate you. You're welcome. You're listening to Let's Face on the Survival Radio Network. I'm your host, Will Strayhorn. We'll be right back with Miss Nikki Curry.
Join the thousands of alumni and friends as we support Florida A&M University in a fundraising effort that reminds us that everyone can give. With just a $10 donation to Florida A&M University and an invitation to 10 of your friends and family, we can make a difference. So go ahead and take the challenge. FAMU 10 for 10, are you in? Visit www.famu.edu to make your donation today. This message is brought to you by Orange and Green and Associates. College is important, but it can also be expensive. College Planning Services is a group of educators, administrators, counselors, and other licensed professionals that work together to provide the necessary services, networks, and information to reach students that are serious about getting a college education. College Planning Services partners with financial institutions, corporate sponsors, and other major players in the global market to strategize in building a pool of information regarding financial aid, scholarships, and funding information to assist students in preparing to access the essential resources to build upon their path to an educational future. Learn more at collegeplanningtoday.com and let us help you start your college career. definitely did that for me. Help me welcome to the show, Miss Nikki Curry. How are you, Nikki? I am great. How are you, Mr. Will Strayhorn? I am doing wonderful. I am doing wonderful. And thank you for getting me here. Thank you so much. <laughs> and thank you for having me. <laughs> I just wanted to first um, set the stage for people to know how we came in contact. A couple of years ago, um, as I was sharing with Cherie, I got pretty desperate with the hair industry because of um, the whole natural movement, because of the economy. Business had slacked off, um, and I started to panic, basically. So I placed an ad for a publicist, a manager, and Nikki Curry came to one of the interviews. And like I tell everyone, you blew me away with the first question that you asked me in my interview to you. You asked me, who is Will Strayhorn? And it told, it set me back like years because <laughs> I knew everything that I wanted to do. I knew um, everything that I did do, but I didn't know who I was as a person. I didn't know all the gifts and talents that I had. And what you did um, was you helped me realize that, and you helped me develop platforms um, in all the different areas for me to share my message. So I want to thank you first for that. I know I've thanked you before, but I can't thank you enough for bringing all of that out of me. The whole show is about the inner star power. So I knew I already had that in me, but you were the person who helped bring all that out. And it wasn't always good. You know, you have your what you call your come-to-Jesus meetings. So we had a couple <laughs> of those, but um, I thank you for everything that you did to bring those out and help me get to where I am today. So you, I know that you were in corporate America before you started doing this. Give me a little bit about how you became the Nikki Curry, the brand definer. Give me some of your backstory. Wow, wow. Well, first, let me let me say thank you. Thank you for giving me um, this opportunity to stand on your platform. I am truly, truly honored. And yes, we did meet a while ago, but I knew when I saw you, there was something in you. And when I answered the call, 
that you had put out there, I automatically thought of the, the concept of, you know, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. And I knew yeah. it was destined for us. Yeah, I knew it was destined for us to work together and, and to share and, and grow together as, you know, as the people that we're supposed to be. But the the thing is, I want to talk about a little bit about how I got started in this. And, yes, I did come from corporate America. You know, I've been in corporate America for as long as I can remember. Um, I started in a managerial and supervisory position at the age of 16. And I, well, I didn't know back then that I was always going to be in some type of leadership position. But to fast forward, um, in my last corporate job, I realized that there was more to than just making money. I was really good at, yeah, you know, I was really good at helping people um, actually seeing what they couldn't see in themselves, um, Mm -hmm. actually helping them define who they are and what they were going to do and but I knew I wasn't ready to jump into something heavy because of my corporate job. I was traveling a lot. I was making a lot of money, working with a lot of big wigs, um, doing marketing, advertising, branding, some of the same stuff I'm doing now for entrepreneurs, speakers, and coaches. I was doing that for big companies, Fortune 500 companies, but I still wasn't happy, Will. I really wasn't happy. And lo and behold, you know, they always say that God has a – a way of putting people in your path. I met a young mm-hmm. woman on on my job, and we had a sa- the same kind of, I don't want to call it a weakness, but I want to call it a hobby. We loved shoes. Uh-huh. We absolutely, yes, yes. We absolutely both loved shoes, and we both had over 200 pairs of shoes. And that uh-huh. was my first official business. So that's how I got into what I, I am in now, you know, in the entrepreneurship world. Um, as well as the branding and marketing, and the rest is history. <laughs> okay. I want to remind all of our listeners that it's still not too late for you to call in and ask questions directly with Nikki, 917-932-1078. Make sure you press 1. Um, I've gotten word that a couple of people have tried to call, but you're not pressing 1. You have to press 1 to get into the special queue to be able to give comments and ask questions. So it's 917 932 1078, and make sure you press 1. Nikki, um, so what is, what is Star Power? The whole show is about Star Power. I know in me and your consultations we had, um, you were talking about bringing out that Star Power. To you, what is Star Power, and how do you get it? Okay, that's a great, great question. You know, Star Power is a term I use often. As a matter of fact, the star itself is my symbol for my brand. Um, I'm known as the brand definer, and I help you unleash that inner celebrity brand that you have within you. And then we take that brand and make you from unknown to known, and we make you prominent and profitable in your business and in your industry. So what Star Power is to me, you know, and it may mean something totally different to you or to the other listeners, but what Star Power is to me, it is that God-given birthright that God has blessed you with. It's your talents. It's your gifts. It's your assignment. It's what you're supposed to do and what you're supposed to share with the rest of the world. And I do know if you do not use your gifts and your talents, your it factor, that you will lose it. It's something Hmm. that no one can take from you. It's yours. You are uniquely made. Therefore, you have a unique gift and talent that is your star power, and you're supposed to share it with the rest of the world. Would you agree with me with that, Will? I, I would agree. That? I would agree. So, so what I'm hearing, what I'm hearing you say is, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. But if you keep using it, the more you use it, 
the brighter your star power will become. Is that what you're saying? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. The first thing is you have to make a decision. You know, people okay. ask me all the time, you always talking about star power, Nikki. You're always saying, you know, uh, claim your star power, claim your spot, stand up and wave your banner, wave your flag. Yes, I do say that. And I believe in that because I'm the experience or the epitome of that because I wasn't doing it. I wasn't doing it. Because you know why I wasn't doing it? I hadn't made the decision to do it. And that's the oh. first step. You have to make a decision that you want it and you deserve it. Now, you recall some of our conversations about that, right? <laughs> I recall. I don't want you to bring them up. I don't want you to bring them up. But we have Brenda Henderson who is calling in from Hampton, Virginia, and she has a okay. question for you. Welcome to the show, Brenda. Thank you. Miss Nikki Carey, you are the brand definer. And my question to you is, uh, once your brand has been put out there and, and pretty well received, how soon can you tweak it a little bit? That That's a great question, Ms. Brenda Henderson. Um, as a matter of fact, I am proud to know you, and I've been watching you for a while, too. Now, to, to answer your question, your brand should always, and I repeat, always be evolving. You're never done with your brand. I'm always telling people, never even get attached to your business card. Because guess what? Your brand is evolving. Things change. Times change. You change. Mm, You should never be attached to your brand. You should always be working on your brand. You may want to call that rebranding. That's fine. See, what you're known for now may not be the thing you're known for 10 years from now. Look at some of the actresses and actors, in, you know, in Hollywood. Look at Queen Latifah. We've always known her to be uh, a rap star. Mm-hmm. She has evolved her brand. She has changed things in her business, in her pla- on her platform, and she has done it successfully. So guess what? You're always changing. We grow up, right? Things yes. happen to us. Life happens. So you should always be tweaking and trying to make it better. What does your community want to see or hear from you, Brenda? What can you provide? What can you help them with? There's a need out there within your community. And I don't know if your question was directly, you know, from you or if if you're speaking from experience or not, but look at your community. What else do they need? What other value can you add to your platform that would also elevate your brand? Does that make sense? Yes. Great, great, great. Yes. That, that answered your question? Yes, it did. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, Brenda. Thank, thanks for tuning in. Thank you. Bye-bye. So, Nikki, mm-hmm. we have another question that came in through the website. It says, how can I get more visibility? Ooh, that's a loaded, loaded question. Now, visibility, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, visibility is a big, big topic, especially in my industry. You know, that's what we do. Um, it is, I'm always saying to my clients, especially to my clients and to others, you know, visibility would get you in the door, but your ability and your skill set would keep you in the room. So what mm. do you want to do? Okay. That's powerful. You've got to have visibility, but you've got to have visibility the right way. Because some of us want to be known for the wrong reasons. We want to be known just because we want to be popular. Sometimes mm-hmm. being popular is overrated. Mm-hmm. What value are you bringing to the thing? But it, to, to really answer the question, visibility it starts with you. The best way to get visibility is to find, who, find out who needs you. How do you serve? Ask yourself, 
how can I help, how can I serve, what am I bringing to the table, and who needs me. So when you figure out actually who needs you, which is part of uh, creating a branding strategy, when you realize who actually needs you, the visibility that comes with that. I know for myself that I am a catalyst. I am an advocate. I am a champion for those people that feel like an underdog. If you feel unworthy, unsung, unheard, I am here for you. That's who needs me, and that's who I talk to. Huh. We have another question coming in. Someone, a call on the line. Mark Parham from Atlanta has a question or a comment. Welcome to the show, Mark. Hey, Will. How you doing, man? Doing well. How are you? Hey, you're doing a great job with your show. Uh, really Thank you. Really enjoying listening. I was happy to have you on my show a couple months yes, ago. Yes, exactly, exactly. Thank you. Thank you for coming in. Do you have a question? Yeah, Miss Nikki Curry, you had a, a post out there this week about being a rule breaker. <laughs> okay, you know, and I responded to it. Is that what you got to do to really get to your star power? You got to break the rules? You know, that can be taken in many ways, and I'm going to say yes, because I don't believe in vanilla messages. So, Mark, I'm going to say yes. And what I mean by being a rule breaker is you are not worried about making others happy. If If you want to claim your star power and take your position and stand up for what you believe in and have a point of view and you know who you are, you know your value, you will be will, you are willing to be a rule breaker, go getter, renegade. You will go against the norm, not in a bad way, but in a way that you believe in. And I promise you, I promise you, it would attract others. You know, I, I remember saying a few weeks ago, and I'm always talking about this. In order for you to be yourself, you have to first know yourself. You really do. So if you know that you are always worried about making others happy, if you're always trying to fit in, if, you, if I mean, if you don't want to rock the boat, <laughs> don't expect for things to just come easy to you. Don't expect to get that visibility that you think you deserve and that you want. It's not going to come that way. It's not going to come that way. So, yes, you do have to be a rule breaker, especially in an industry that's filled with so many other so-called competitors. You have mm. to be willing to, to go against the grain. Everyone is not going to get you. Everyone is not going to believe in what you believe in. Are you okay with that, Mark? I'm okay with it because, you know, can you tell me that's what I need to do? That's what I'm okay with. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know what else comes with the rule breaker theory or, or title? It means that you are confident in who you are and you're confident in your own skin, and it shows. So when you show up, being confident shows up with you. It really, really does. Because my thing is, don't be afraid to be who you are, no matter who that is. Hmm. All right. Does it answer your question, Mark? <laughs> always. <laughs> always. always. She's always on point. Isn't she? <laughs> always on point, man. Always, always on, point. on point. Well, Mark, thanks, thanks for calling in, man. Thanks for tuning in. I appreciate All it. All right, my brother. Take it easy. All right. Take, you too. So, Nikki, I know that you have a special offer for our listeners. Can you tell us about that? Well, I, I this is something that is always, you know, I'm always doing little what I call underground classes or with a special select group of people. Um, I like the smaller, intimate um, 
classes and, and master classes and things like that. So I wanted to have something special. Normally I don't offer this to everyone, but I wanted to be able to offer this to your listeners. For those of you all that like what you're hearing tonight and you want to get more of that, I do have an upcoming class coming up, but we have not opened the gates to that yet. But I want to give you the option to um, get on the list so that we can notify you and let you know when this class is going to begin because I would love to have you in the class. So for those of you that would like to get more of this, if you want to be uh, visible within your industry, if you don't want to worry about competitors and you want to know how you can set yourself apart from your competitors, join me on this list. Go to www.undergroundstarpower.com. Since we're talking about star power, a lot of you all are underground right now, but you want to be above ground, and you're just not sure how to do it. Go to that page, Underground Star Power, and put your name on the list. You know what, with you saying that, that brings me to, I know in our initial um, consultations that we were having, you were always talking, always talking about leading from the front of the room, which actually helped re- uh, um, unveil my hidden passion of giving presentations in uh, my, my classes that I do. Explain your whole concept about leading from the front of the room. Right. Okay. That's a great question, too. Leading from in front of the room means you are ready to step into your authority path. And and as far as authority, it is what we call the ACE principle. I did not come up with the ACE principle. That actually came from, I believe, the the godfather of advertising, Mr. Dan Kennedy. And the ACE principle is, it stands for authority, credibility, I'm sorry, authority and celebrity and uh, enhancement of your brand. You want to be seen, you want to be heard. And one of the best ways to boost your positioning and to boost your authority is to lead from in front of the room. Now, what is the room? That could be on stage. That could be, you know, in the pulpit if you're a minister or if you you have a movement. That could be on the radio show, like what you're doing here. Mm. And you have to be willing to share your message, share your movement, share your point of view, share your disappointments, everything from in front of the room. And one of the things that I realized with you, Will Strayhorn, is that, yes, you were behind the chair. You have been doing this for 16, 17, 18 years. You were good at it. You were well-known. You travel out over the world. But there was more to you than what you were doing. Mm. And I knew, I knew after talking to you for a little while, I knew that you had more to offer. And I thought you would be a great educator in big rooms, on big stages, small rooms, small stages. It didn't matter. Even on your radio platform, you're still a teacher. And as you learn, you should also teach. And I thought that was the best option for you to elevate your platform. And you did it. Exactly. And again, I thank you. So I'm glad you said that. So what do you think holds a lot of people back? I can tell you for myself it was fear. Fear. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not good enough. I'm not ready. I'll do this next year. And then next year became next year, and the next year became the next year, and I never did it until I spoke with you. What do you think, in your experiences, holds people back from reaching their full potential or reaching their star power? Yes, I, I, I hear this all the time, almost every day. Um, a lot of us are playing small. We're shrinking balance, and we're, you know, doing this thing of uh, – fitting in or not wanting to rock the boat. I think uh, one of the main reasons people hold themselves back, believe it or not, a lot of us have been brainwashed. 
A lot of us have been told that we would never be anything, that we don't deserve to have the best or we shouldn't go beyond our means or what we're trying to do is only for celebrities. You know, I've been told that. As a young child, I was always told you would never be anything, you would never go anywhere, Um, just all of the negative things that you could possibly hear. So we have become, here's one of the problems, Will, we have become accustomed to the radio station of you suck. And I hate to use such harsh language, but that's Mm -hmm. who I am. (laughs) That's who I am. You know, I'm going to keep it real with you. Or, you know, we often tell ourselves you suck or you don't deserve that, Nikki, or you don't deserve that. But what we really should do is change the station, change the game, change the plan, tune in or turn to the radio station of I deserve this. Or you rock with a straight horn. You rock Brenda Henderson. You rock Mark Parham. Change that self-talk. Change that station to, and let yourself know that you deserve it. You deserve it. We have become our own worst enemy, and that's what really holds us back. And then the other part to that is we haven't made a decision to up-level mm. our game. We haven't made a decision mm-hmm. to tap into our star power. We're so a conscious busy. Decision. right. Yeah, a conscious decision. And guess what? A lot of times mm-hmm. we don't even trust ourselves. So, therefore, there's no commitment made. There's no decision made. That's why we're stuck where we are, and some of us will be in the same place we are next year. We're going to be in the same place, same time, same station next year because we haven't made a decision to get rid of that clutter and that that chatter going on in our head and stop listening to others and step up, step out, and do your thing. Hmm. Uh, We just got two more questions, and and I'm going to choose. Let me see. She said, I want to be to the top of my game in my industry. Where do I start, and who should I talk to? First of all, you got to know what your game is. And if you want to be the top in your game, and I'm I'm going to assume he or she is thinking of their industry. You know, that's what I do. I help you become known within your industry, an industry celebrity, but a celebrity to those people that need you, they want you, and they're willing to pay you. So if you want to be top in your game, the first thing I would suggest, which is a part of what we call a brand strategy, find out who needs you. Know your audience. Where is your audience? Who needs you? Where are they hanging out? What do they read? What are some of their dreams? What are their frustrations? What are some of their disappointments? What are they shot? What do they live? So when you figure that out and you figure out what your message is to those people, those are your low-hanging fruit. They will become your advocate. They will become people that love you, like you, and willing to pay you. They want to be a part of your circle. You know, and I want to use an example like Lady Gaga. She created her brand. She created her tribe based on who she was. She was. She didn't think about going outside the box. She realized there there was no box. She didn't care about a box. So she created her tribe of little monsters, and that's how she became so famous. She is one of the best branding people I've seen. You know, in Hollywood, she's she's mm-hmm. really good. But she created that visibility and she created that that special connection with her tribe. Mm-hmm. If you so want to be free, create that connection. Build the relationships with your industry. Let them know what you can do, how you can serve. Don't be afraid to say that. Stop hiding. 
I remember you used to always tell me that it's not other people's job to to know that I do makeup. It's my job to let them know that I do makeup. And absolutely. That's what absolutely. got me. Yeah. And that's true. That. And look at you now. Look at you now. Every time I turn around, oh, wow, what a straight <laughs> on. Name up in life. But you're so humble with that. That's what I like about you. You know, and I know a lot of times people like you, because you're in a high position, they probably think you're bragging, but you're not bragging. You know, if it's true, it ain't bragging. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nikki, do you have any closing remarks for our listeners? Time has gotten past us. Do you have any closing remarks? Um, something perhaps you haven't had an opportunity to say? You know, I, I normally end with something special, you know, but I, I'm hearing a lot of people saying they don't feel worthy. Mm. Guys, look at yourself. Wrap yourself into what I call your why. You know, if you have to do nothing but get some white sheets of paper, some typing paper, and write down all of your whys, figure out who you are, what you do, what you stand for, and why you want this so badly, and go for it. Self-love, self-respect, self-approval, and self-worth do not equal being selfish. Go for who you are and share your talents. Thank you, Nikki Curry. I appreciate you so much for being on the show and even more for all that you've done in helping me get to where I am. Thank you, and I hope you come back again. Okay, thank you. Thank you for having me, Will. Good night. Good night. You're listening to Let's Face It on the Survival Radio Network. I'm your host, Will Strayhorn. We'll be right back with my final thoughts and a little bit about what to expect in October. want to take your business to the next level ultimate business solutions provides the support you need to increase your customer base and sell more products and services online specializing in graphic arts web development and internet marketing ultimate business solutions creates the face of your business if you're looking for a custom logo dynamic website or popping marketing material call ultimate business solutions today at 404-704-2197 or visit www.ultimatebiz.com Solutions.com. Ultimate Business Solutions. Let us create your future. Well, it's a wonderful show. Wonderful show. I want to thank everyone for calling in, submitting your questions. Um, while people were talking, I was just thinking about the Wizard of Oz that popped into my head when Glinda the Good Witch told Dorothy that you always had it. You always had the power. It was within yourself. So for all of you who have a dream, God knows I have dreams still yet unfulfilled, but start within yourself. Everyone has that, that, that little glitch, that little something that they can offer to someone. Oprah said it best. You need to find that gift and that talent that you can offer as a service to other people. Um, and I think then you can really find your star power. Next week starts a new month. Um, I have to apologize for September. I did get off focus. Um, I packed the shows really tight. I really didn't get to have a chance to take calls or to talk to you guys. September, I mean, October is going to start a whole new show. 
whole new format, and I promise to get back on focus. The knockout game, when, you know, the assailants um, attack people, hitting them, the goal to knock them out with one punch for the amusement. Also, the active shooters, like the guy who just got, who just went on the rampage at the UPS Center in Birmingham, um, Sandy Hook Elementary School, the movie theater, um, all this violence that's going on in the world. Um, next week, the show is entitled Stop the Violence, and we have a retired NYPD detective, Mr. Harry Hawk, who's also a counterterrorism strategist. He's going to come in and he's going to talk to us about some of these things that are going on, um, how to protect yourself in an active shooter situation when someone comes into your job shooting or in the mall or in a theater. Um, he's going to give a lot of really good information. I want to thank my guests, Sheree McClendon and Nikki Curry, and I am your host, Will Strayhorn. Let's face it, in life, you're going to be faced with many choices. But the most important choice you will ever make is when you choose to be bold, be beautiful. Make the choice to be you. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and friends on the Survival Radio Network. Please be sure to visit us on the web often at letsfaceitradio.com for the latest in show information, including upcoming shows, special guests, spotlight interviews, as well as exciting, innovative ways that you can be part of the show. So tune in next week for real people, real topics, real talk. Let's face it.